This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan. And while I am on break this summer from recording new episodes, my podcast will live on playing some of my favorite episodes from the past four seasons. My podcast will pick back up in August with all new content, new guests, new episodes. I'm so excited for things to come. Please all have a happy healthy and safe summer and i hope you enjoy episodes i pick to re-release replay maybe they're new to you maybe it's something that you've already listened to but you pick up some new things please dm me with your favorite takeaways from the episodes Please share them with people you think will benefit from it. Leave a rating and review if you feel so called to do so. And again, guys, always remember to take care of yourself. Put on your oxygen mask first and have a really happy, healthy, and safe summer again. Thank you, guys. Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. Hello, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled listeners. I've been going back and forth about do I share things about my healing, my back, my back journey, I guess you want to call it. I don't know. Um, Or do I just keep this podcast informational and entertainment? Um, But I hope and doing, um, sharing my actual life and things that are going on, it helps other people. Um, and plus I'm aligning with, um, my, my authenticity and being authentic to myself. So I know in, um, previous episodes, I've shared my back issues and reading the book, um, heal your life or you could heal your life by Louise Hayes and um, so my back yeah so it's really bad and I have to have surgery Um, but I'm not meeting with the surgeon until like August 16th and nothing's even scheduled so they did a procedure yesterday to try to give me pain relief until you could schedule the surgery so this is a thing like I know other people too it's just taking a long time to get surgeries um, and some people get them really quickly. So I just, I, that's really frustrating in a way, <laughs> not to knock other people. I mean, I guess it's like their priority of things wrong maybe, but I do have like stuff push like things that, um, are fragmented and pushing on nerves. So it is pretty bad. Um, but anyways, um, so yesterday I had to get a spinal epidural injection. So I had that 
Um, the thing though is I'm allergic to contrast and I've talked to other people that have said they know someone that has, has this allergy or they get, just give you medicine before and then they still give you the contrast. Well, when I was there, they said they could not give me the contrast at all. So I couldn't take the contrast and then they told me that it is a greater risk of them missing and it going into my bloodstream and then that's not good. So then I was sitting there panicking, freaking out about that. Anyways, I went and I did it. It was, I was done in less than five minutes. It said that it usually takes around 30 minutes or 30 to 45 minutes. Um, but he said, even without the contrast, it was really easy in the x-ray to see everything and where to go. Um, so the other person didn't, didn't even have the chance to put music on and find a song. That's how quickly I was done. They said they've never seen anyone done that fast or to go that quickly. Even when the nurse came in, she was like, that is like insane. That's record timing. It's never been done that quickly. So I guess that's good that it was really quick for me. <laughs> um, then, you know, they give you all the spiel, like can't swim or take a bath or be submerged in water for 48 hours. You'll have pain in injection site, but then it could take one to two weeks for this to even take effect. So right now it is not taking effect yet. I am still in pain, a lot of pain. Um, and then yesterday I had the weird side effects, like which were normal side effects that said, not like be on the lookout, call, these are bad side effects, um, the normal side effects. But the normal side effects were like, ting both of my feet were pins and needles, I like numb, I couldn't feel them. And then I had a racing heart all night and that wasn't fun either. <laughs> um, so, you know, hopefully soon, hopefully it works. It's a 50% chance that it won't work, 50% chance that it will. So there's that also. Um, but people that do not have pain, if you know someone that is living in like constant pain, this is just something to be mindful of. It, it It's really exhausting. Like there's, this is myself, so I'm not going to speak for everyone, but it's hard to sleep at night because you're not comfortable, you're in pain. Um, I can't take the nerve blockers anymore because it was making my anxiety worse. And then not sleeping is making my anxiety worse. So it's not just like, oh, I'm in pain. It's just pain. It's like, I'm in pain. I'm tired because I can't sleep. Now my anxiety is worse. So it's like a compound effect, things stacking on top of each other. And like I've said before, I can't do my normal workouts that help with my anxiety or stress or mood, you know. So I've had to lean into other things like meditation a lot and tapping a lot, getting out in the sunshine and walking when I'm able to walk. Um, so these are just things I wanna share because if you are experiencing these kind of things to know it's normal, know just to be there, to send yourself love, send yourself healing, energy, allow yourself to rest, allow yourself to be there. Or if you know someone that's have had to deal with this or having to deal with this, be maybe be more mindful. Maybe you don't really realize, like, they don't want to constantly be like, oh, I'm in pain. Oh my, I'm in pain. Because that sounds redundant. You know, you're saying it every day. And, you know, there's sometimes like, I just don't feel like talking, you know, sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, 
I'm the same. I know people are trying to be nice. Like, how are you? How's the back? So, oh, it's fine. You know, you don't want to be like repetitive. Um, so just be mindful of someone if you know that they do have not even a back, like chronic pain or something like that. Um, cause sometimes it is, it's, it is tiring because not only physically you're not sleeping, um, but just the emotional toll it can take on you. Um, but with that being said, this, this is really why I lean in, lean into my morning routine. I lean into meditation, EFT tapping, um, grounding, you know, earthing, going outside, standing in the grass barefoot. On Sunday, we went to a beach and, um, oh, I don't, I kind of got cut off. Like my phone just cut me out. (laughs) Um, but we got a boat, um, my husband and his brother, my brother-in-law, went in and they got a boat. Um, so that's something fun we've been doing, not even all summer, they just got it. But um, so we were on that on Sunday and we anchored at a local beach and there was a sandbar. So we walked out and just like even earthing and grounding on the sand just felt really good, really amazing being out in nature. So these are some other ways to really ground yourself, tune in, help with your emotions, help with your mental state and food. Food is so good. Like maybe you'll have to decrease coffee, increase fruits, vegetables, leafy greens, um, omega-3s, magnesium. I'm actually writing a blog on this, like foods to help with healing, whether that be like a cold or surgery and foods to help with anxiety and foods that can also affect um, anxiety because food plays such a huge role too, like cleaning out your gut and dealing with gut. And um, it's just really, I'm really um, into holistic health this way. So yeah, that's something I'm working on. And Now we can get started on today's episode. This is episode 108108. First, I want to talk about some things I have coming out. I have two new ebooks. One is 14 Days of Smoothies. I give you 14 different smoothie recipes, a grocery list, and some information. Um, And then my second one is stress management 101 ebook and I talk about what stress is, mindfulness, uh, mindset tips and tricks. These are both ebooks. You could go to my website www.nikkiyogaandwellness.com to purchase them. Purchase them, then you'll get an email to download them or one uh, you could download it or you can print them out. So That is something that is dropping August 2nd. The other thing is if you sign up for my newsletter, you can take a survey. I am working on something I'm really excited about. Um, I want to get my community's involvement, though, on what you guys want and would like. 
um, kind of reprogramming some a group program. So I'm really interested in what people want and I uh, would like your help. So this week, both of my daughters had camps. My youngest had tennis camp. My oldest had high school cheer camp. So that in itself, high school, is crazy. The first day I had a walker in because I had to fill out some forms and give checks and stuff. And she's going to where I went to high school. And I really had to try really hard not to cry. I got that lump in my throat and I was just like, is this really happening? My, I have a kid in high school and then my youngest is going to be in sixth grade. Like time really goes by really fast. And I just got so sentimental. And this has been happening to me a lot lately. I'm on Instagram and there's like a feel good post, um, something like that. And I get like a lump in my throat and I start to get teary eyed. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's just something going on. Um, This summer, I've been doing a huge deep dive on personal development and working on myself. I started really, really getting, uh, meditating a lot. I got into Kundalini meditation. Um, I've dabbled back and forth with Kundalini. It just wasn't something I was interested in for a while because like the hand mudras you have to do and like the mantras you repeat, it was just too woo woo, too like Zen spiritual out there for me. This past year, I kind of got into it with like when I was working with like the new moon and the full moon and astrology. Um, I still don't wear like you're supposed to wear like anything on your head. It could be like a snow cap. It's supposed to say like to keep the heat and the energy in something like that. I don't do that. But um, I got a book, Good Morning Intentions, and like to practice um, sacred rituals and to stay energized and help with your anxiety and stress and it's really, really helped me. And so I try to do that every morning. Um, and I feel like when you pra- when you work on yourself, so I've, oh, my brain is going like, blah, 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 blah. Um, when you work on yourself, it really helps improve your relationship with everyone else around you. So it is so true and so important, self-care. And I know so many people hate that word, self-care. But I have found this summer when I'm doing this huge deep dive on self-care and personal development, how I interact with everyone else has changed. And it's not like we're not yelling. I'm not yelling at the kids to get out the door. My kids aren't easily irritated and triggered. I'm not easily irritated and triggered because our kids feed off of us so much. And I've noticed that it's just been easygoing, like, I don't know if it's my anxiety or OCD that I'm like controlling a little bit, you know, I have to have things done my way in my time frame, and I've released that and things just are running more smoothly this summer. You know, if the kids are late to one of their functions, it's on them. They're late. I give them some warnings. I try to start things earlier on time to give them warnings. Um, Usually this summer it's been pretty well because I am releasing control and letting things go, working on my mindset, working on meditation, working on calming everything. So then I'm practicing what I preach and how I react and how I'm not reacting and reactive 
it's just been calmer and the kids are picking up on that and it's they're calmer also. So this is something um, I really, really hope to instill in you guys that self-care isn't selfish. Um, I've been reading a lot of books this summer and Audible. Um, so right now I'm doing... Um, Jenna Kutcher's book, How Are You Really, on Audible, so good. I did. I read Ed Milet's The Power of One More. That is so good. Highly, highly recommend. Um, what else did I do on Audible? Oh, I just, also on Audible, I did um, Brene Brown's. Um, sorry, my, my allergies are bad today. Like, I have a tickle in my throat and my throat it's really sore so anyways um I read or I listened on audible the gifts of imperfect parenting raising children with courage compassion and connection by Brene Brown so good and this is also it kind of ties in with boundaries and in it she says she gives the example with if we're telling our kid like there, there's a party and we're not comfortable. We have this gut feeling like, no, you can't go to the party. And then our kid gets mad at us and they're like, you're not fair. You don't even love me and whatever, um, like angry with us. And then we give in and we're like, fine, go to the party. What if they're, they, they see we're teaching them how not to have boundaries if we don't have boundaries. When we have boundaries, we're teaching them to have boundaries. So say then they go to the party and they're playing, I don't know, spin the bottle or, or, you know, maybe there's alcohol there or something and there's peer pressure and then their friend says, well, you're not my friend anymore or, you know, start saying things like that and at first your kid is saying, knows what to do and the right thing to do and saying, no, I'm not comfortable. I'm not doing this. But then their friends start peer pressuring. They could let their boundaries down. So when we have boundaries, we're teaching them to have boundaries. Um, It's also, this Audible was so good and it was about, um, there's so many different types of parenting. And especially with social media now, there's so much judgment out there. And if we teach our kids compassion and non-judgment, they will continue with that. Kids aren't born judgmental. We teach them how to be judgmental. I mean, yeah, social media and peers also, but the, the social media and peers learned it from some somewhere, you know? So we really have to practice compassion, non-judgment, and those are three books I highly recommend. I also read um, The City of Likes by Jenny Mullen, and she's the wife of the actor Jason Biggs, who's on American Pie. The movie American Pie, and that was really good, too. That's a fiction book, and that was really good. It's really hard for me to read fiction, but that was really, really good. So I highly recommend all those books that I just mentioned. So today, I want to talk about the Lionsgate portal and I'm going to give you guys also some tips on um, daily habits that will increase your mental strength and ways to be more mindful every day. So first, the Lionsgate portal. This is something I heard maybe two or three years ago, I had, but I, I had no idea what it was. 
I've always been to astrolo- into astrology and numerology since I was little. You know, like reading like in a newspaper, um, your horoscope, and um, just working like the planets and all of that. So I've always been into that, but I had no clue what the Lionsgate portal was until maybe, maybe it was even two years ago. Um, but there's a spiritual significance to this, and the Lionsgate portal has so much energy so it is on august 8th each year on august 8th we are given a potent opportunity to manifest thanks to the opening of the Lionsgate portal so this happens like i said every year on august 8th and it's hugely important astrological phenomenon which offers a chance to manifest so much abundance and the number eight is in astro in astrology numerology it has it's associated with the number of abundance but it also has um if you put the number eight on its side it looks like the infinity symbol so and and it falls in leo season so leo is great strength and pride and the Lionsgate portal opening at this time, you are able to manifest abundance more than any other time in the year, it said. So every year, this day, August 8th, 8-8, gives us a chance to evolve and become more empowered, stronger, better version of ourselves. It's a chance to move closer to the person we want to become and how we want to live. It's also the perfect time to slow down, to meditate, and focus on our goals, our intentions, our dreams. So first, let's talk about the number eight. So what the number eight means in astrology. So if we take the number eight into account, it stands out most in terms of the houses and signs of the zodiac. The eighth house and the eighth sign of the zodiac belong to Scorpio. So astrologically, eight has connections to power, transformation, energy, passion and sexuality and these are all Scorpio themes. Eight also corresponds to the strength card in the traditional tarot deck. This card features a woman calmly interacting with a lion with an infinity symbol above her head. So the number eight also has a symbolic connection to strength and the lion. What the number eight means in numerology so eight bears a lot of significance with the numerology also eight is known as a powerhouse number and it acts as a bridge between the material and spiritual realms it is also the number of power and wealth eight is connected with achievement goals and the intersection of the spiritual and physical dimensions and like i said before eight on its side is the infinity symbol and in numerology it represents strength excuse me, I'm sorry, my throat allergies are really getting to me today. Um, So you you could also consider um, eight and using this time as um, bringing out your inner, inner Leo, your inner strength. And um, so let's talk about what does the Lionsgate portal do? So the Lionsgate portal is a massive influx of energy from the cosmos and it enhances, it can enhance love, 
So it's the perfect time to use this energy shift and um, help amplify your self-confidence, your willpower, your inner balance, your ability to truly love yourself. It's also a good time to maybe um, think about your heart chakra and solar plexus chakra. And your heart chakra is the color green. And solar plexus chakra is the color, like a golden yellow color. So you can do some uh, meditations on heart chakra or solar plexus chakra. Work on those. Um, it increases, like I said before, manifestation. And that is also with your third eye. Meditate and um, help blossom your intuition. It also helps with creativity. So maybe manifest creativity and allow yourself to receive guidance from, if you believe in them, um, your angels and your spirit guides. Uh, it You can also use the Lionsgate portal to cleanse negativity. So the ability to love and find balance within yourself during this time will allow you to release anything no longer serving you, whether that's old patterns, old habits, toxic relationships, um, toxic workplace environment, anything that's holding you back or um, negatively consuming your life. So if you have like anxiety, um, you could really focus on becoming calm and helping you evolve. This also is a time to accelerate transformation. So obviously making changes in your life can be difficult whether that's internal or external. But when you trust the, that the universe has your back, you will be fully supported. Other things to do during this time. So during this time, I, say, I suggest today and then all the way leading up to August 8th, um, these are things you could do. Um, the Lion's Gate portal is said to expand your heart so it's a good time to examine how you're currently exerting your power and consider the type of power you'd like to yield in the future. So this, again, perfect opportunity to manifest and start manifesting what you want to call in, whether that be a new job, more money, more creativity, um, meditating more, releasing anything no longer serving you. You want to call that in now. And you want to focus... Um, don't just focus on short-term goals and gains. You want, as, because eight represents the number of infinity, right? You want to use the energy wisely and trust that rapid growth is in store preparing for a lot. So focus on, you know, big long-term goals. Ways to do this. Meditate. Practice gratitude. Practice plenty of gratitude around this time from now until the day of August 8th, 8-8. Send your love to the universe. Pray. Send your love to God, your higher power, whatever you believe in. Um, you know, meditate, pray, work out, walk, dance, whatever ritual you have. Journal. Um, when we send our love to the universe, it will most likely come back 
to us doubled, tripled, quadrupled, you know, more. I like to do this visualization meditation for Lionsgate Portal, and it is by Sarah Prout. So if you go onto YouTube, go onto YouTube, and then in the search bar, put Sarah Prout Lionsgate Portal Meditation, you could find it. I don't think I could link it in my show notes because I don't have her permission. Um, but Or if you just Google Lionsgate Portal Meditation, I'm sure a bunch will come up. I just really like hers because it's about eight minutes. And it's not too woo-woo. Some of them are just a little too much for me, (laughs) but I really like hers. I just thought of another meditation I highly recommend. So I I will leave this in my show notes. Um, It is an episode I did back in December, I think. My guest Cassandra Cassandra Budzak was on and she did a um, manifesting meditation. So I highly recommend listening to that episode or re-listening to that episode also and practicing that meditation. So now switching gears, habits that will increase your mental strength. Again, this summer, I've just been doing huge deep dives in my mindset, my uh, self-care routine and all of that. So I just want to share some things. Um, Express gratitude. You know, whether you practice journaling or keep a gratitude journal, I just really think everyone should make it a habit to say what you're thankful for every day and express gratitude. Again, whether it's journaling, whether it's something you do at night with your family, maybe around the dinner table, what you're grateful for that day, at nighttime, at bedtime, doing it with your spouse, significant other, your kids, get them involved so then in turn they can start practicing gratitude now. Another thing, step outside your comfort zone. This is so hard when the older you get and when we're set in our ways. I know it's really hard for me, especially because I don't like social media. I hate Instagram. I hate posting pictures of myself and I do it because I want to help people. And this is what I really want to do. I've been there. I've been burned out. I've been stressed. I've been, I get sick. I, my back goes out and I keep going and going and not fully properly taking care of myself. And this is why I, step out of my comfort zone so I can, um, you know, help others. So stepping outside your comfort zone, um, not only will you learn more about yourself, but you'll also gain confidence in your ability to do things that you, you know, you might've thought once were impossible. Another thing, sometimes we have to really be alone with our thoughts and this is hard. And so sometimes that's why meditation, maybe not listen to a guided meditation and just sit there because that's hard. Sometimes I, I don't like Shavasana and yoga because I just, I'm thinking of the next thing to do. I have to do this, do this, do this. So sometimes, you know, with our hectic schedules, our phones, our devices, the pressure to be productive means there's little room just to be in our heads and be quiet. But if you set aside five to 10 minutes a day just to be alone with your thoughts, you could actually build mental strength. Journaling, meditating, or just soaking in the silence can help you develop a healthier mindset. Number four, I know I wasn't listening them like one, two, three, and four, but we're on number four now. (laughs) So number four, practice self-compassion. The conversation you have with yourself plays a critical role in the way you feel and behave. Talk to yourself like 
you would talk to a friend. And I say this to my kids when they talk badly about themselves. Would you say that to a friend? Would you say that to a family member? No. So create a supportive, encouraging inner dialogue. It'd be monologue because <laughs> you're talking to yourself. Um, and foster that. Foster self-love, self-compassion. Number five. Oh, let's go back to four. Practicing self-compassion. Affirmations. You know, you could say them. And they're, some people think they're so dumb. I read um, the High Five Habit. High five habit by Mel Robbins. And she said every morning, you know, say, I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm loved. And then you look yourself in the mirror. Every time you see a mirror, you give yourself a high five. Just something as simple as that. Or if you want to practice affirmations, you know, practice those daily or nightly. Uh, Maybe put post-it notes somewhere. Um, On my computer in my office, I have a sticker and it says, today I choose to be happy. So I have that on my computer. Number five, assert your personal power. So sometimes, you know, we get in the victim mindset and sometimes, you know, things happen. Um, I'll use myself, for instance. You know, my back went out in March. It is, I'm recording this in July, but this will drop um, the beginning of August. Um, And I haven't been able to work out. So I start to do a downward spiral, playing the victim, like, I can't work out, my anxiety is getting bad, Um, I feel bloated, I feel gross, you know, things like that. Um, Or you could say, you know, someone else made me feel bad, my boss makes me feel bad. Um, But what we have to realize is, or say using it as an external, you're saying someone else is doing this to you, but we are in charge and responsible for our own emotions. And it's our choice how we show up for ourselves and not let anyone else be in charge of our emotions or our reactions and how we react. So assert your personal power. Number six, this is something that I've been reading about. Label your emotions. So our emotions play a huge role in every decision we make. So identify your feeling and take a moment to consider how those emotions are influencing your choices. Are you making the wisest decision? Are you um, being emotional? Are you being logical? Are you balanced and aligned with this decision? Show up that way. And number seven, use your mental energy wisely. You only have so much time and energy. Focusing on things we can't control, retelling the same story, something that happened yesterday, something that happened a month ago, and worrying about what might happen tomorrow, next week, next month, wastes our precious time. When we devote our brain power to productive activities like solving problems and reframing our negative thoughts this helps again meditation breath work even eft tapping journaling working out you know setting 10 minutes aside daily to work on this i think that's so significant and can help your 
how help daily habits to help you build mental strength. I also want to talk about ways to be more mindful. Um, it seems like every everyone these days says like mindfulness, being more mindful, and it's kind of become a pop culture term. Um, I have three, just really easy, really simple. Um, first, walk, walking, walk, walk with awareness. Like even a short walk, it can change your entire mood, your outlook. Um, if you set aside just like 15, 20 minutes, it does so much to refresh your body, your mind. You'll notice, you know, how your body feels. Is Does it feel heavy? Is it light? Is it stiff? Is it relaxed? When we become more aware of the physical sense, then our mind naturally feels more grounded. Number two, reflect on your day. And I know, you know, I always say these things like journal, um, but a big part of trying to live or be more mindful is appreciating what you have. Appreciate what you have right now. So gratitude journal, journal. Each time you do this, we're training our mind to be calmer, kinder, and happier. And in essence, you know, more mindful. Number three, learn to meditate. We don't meditate to get better at meditating. We meditate to get better at life. This is just a huge saying that I love and it's true. And, you know, it's scientific, scientifically proven, scientific evidence shows meditation can help lower um, high blood pressure. It helps with anxiety and depression. It can boost our immune system and it can help provide a better night's sleep. So five to 10 minutes daily meditation practice and watch your thoughts come and go without judgment. This helps so much to have a calmer and clearer mind. These are just three easy, quick ways to practice mindfulness and be more mindful every day. Another thing I want to talk about is helping with you know stress and anxiety. A huge thing I've been doing is magnesium, magnesium powder. That really helps. Take a magnesium supplement and probiotics. Clean up your gut. Maybe check in and see how much sugar and caffeine you're having. Um, clean up your microbiome and your gut health, and probiotics are really good with that also. Uh, also, you know, what I mentioned earlier, sign up for my newsletter so you can get my um, ebooks. Sorry, I was reading something. <laughs> um, you can get my ebooks, you can take my survey. And that's really it, guys. Um, thank you guys always for tuning in each week to my podcast episodes and now my every Monday Meditation Monday episodes that I've been doing. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Please, if you did, leave a rating, leave a review, share it with someone you think might also benefit from it. And make sure you subscribe to my podcast channel. And as always, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Check in with yourself. Practice these daily habits, more mindfulness. I hope you uh, use the Lionsgate portal 
and manifest whatever your little heart desires.